Chapter 2 The Highlands This is it. Annie stared out the window of the car as they wound up through the hills, sparkling with spring green and sheep and quaint houses. She heard the words in her mind with various thunderous overtones. This is it, spoken with foreboding and doom. Or, this is it, with an air of excited anticipation. She couldn't decide which voice was hers, doom or excitement. And that was the dilemma. Callum seemed to be feeling somewhat strange, too. He hugged his side of the back seat, brow tight as he gazed at his homeland. He didn't seem overcome with cheerful childhood memories. In fact, he'd barely said a word since leaving Aberdeen. The train ride up from Edinburgh had been just long enough for most of the party to take naps. Annie hadn't. She felt jittery from the plane, from something that roiled inside her. Could it be bad food? Jet fumes? Thin air? Their romance might have been called whirlwind, if not for her age. Annie called this time of life Medicare light, the late fifties, when things start to go downhill. Your hair turns gray, your teeth go yellow, the strength in your limbs that was once so much a part of you that you took it for granted now feels iffy on the best days. She'd had to give up running, not that she adored it that much. But the decision had been made by her knees, not her mind. The indignities. You ignore them. You must. There is no choice, or you fixate on everything to come. But what if things to come included getting married at the ripe old age of fifty-five? Annie shut her eyes. It was embarrassing to be in love at this age. It was a different feeling than she'd felt at twenty, or even forty. She knew love. She had been in love a few times, with perfectly respectable men, clear candidates for matrimony. But she'd held herself a little apart. She could see that now. She'd been afraid to lose herself, whatever made her unique, afraid to fall headlong and nonsensical into the other. She was so into her self, to being free and strong and opinionated, wouldn't marriage dilute her essence? Wouldn't being someone's wife make her someone else? The doubts had killed a couple of decent love affairs. She and Callum met at a state bar association dinner in Harrisburg, of all places. The locale, the Holiday Inn, wasn't much, but it was neutral ground. She lived in Pittsburgh, he in Manhattan. He wasn't a lawyer, a plus. He worked in investments in a big bank. He was dating a lawyer, a red-satin nose-job type, who would probably be on Fox News soon, the sort of arm candy men adored. That is, smart, long-legged, and gorgeous. Annie came solo, representing her firm. She had long since given up dragging innocence to legal functions, no matter how gala they sounded on paper. They met in the crowd at the open bar in the back of the large room set up for dinner. His date was off schmoozing. They talked. He teased her. She teased him. They laughed. They drank. They talked some more. 
He had a lovely, soft brogue that reminded her of Sean Connery in the old James Bond movies. They went outside and missed the dinner. They exchanged phone numbers. It happened fast, movie style, love at first sight, if you believed in that sort of thing. Annie didn't, or didn't trust it. She was just in it for giggles, to stick it to Miss Longlegs for a romp in the city. She was never opposed to a romp with a handsome man. That was eighteen months ago. And now she was being chauffeured into the Scottish Highlands to his family estate to... Words failed her.